The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rock. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmony sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQers, TV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. Our host... I'm your host, Jim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, you can see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there's two videos at the top of the screen there. Uh, the one on the left is Bradley's show from yesterday, so if you missed that and you want to catch that, uh, you can do so up until 3 o'clock Eastern today, at which time he'll be live in that little box right there. Okay, And then uh, on the right side of the page is where we're at. So if you click on the play button, you blow up whatever device you've got, uh, you'll be good to go there to watch the video portion of the radio show. And then in the bottom right-hand corner, what you're going to see is the Rumble icon. And click on that, and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We're also streaming live to Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live. 
Beforeitsnews.com, top of the page. DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty, a couple of Facebook pages that bear my name, personal and, and public. And then uh, also on Twitter at The Real Tim Brow. Don't put the N there and add a two. Uh, so The Real Tim Brow 2. And then on Twitch, The Real Tim Brown. You can catch us on all those platforms. All right. Uh, and then, real quickly, you know the drill. If you want our email uh, newsletter, that's right up under where we're streaming live. If you want to support us, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Or if you want to partner with us monthly, there is that link also as a son or daughter of liberty. Our store is also available and today's the last day for the deal here. The Resistance to Tyranny is Obedience to God t-shirts. These come in red and blue. Um, and they're normally $20 donation this week uh, through tonight at midnight. They're $18. You don't need a, a promo code or anything like that. A donation of $18 gets you the shirt. And there'll be a little bit more if you get a double X or triple X large. Um, yeah, you'll you'll have you'll have to get with those. Okay. All right. So be sure and check those things out. Now, just real quickly, uh, one news item here. Okay. Again, open this up today, and I don't know. Yesterday, I opened up the news feed. There was like three or four or five people dead, and now they're starting to give some indication for some of them of what their what caused their death, and some of these are related right to the shot. Uh, blood clots and all this kind of stuff. I think we had uh, the guy from Harry Potter or whatever. He he had died. Um, and then we had three or four others that I saw just yesterday that, that I was seeing there. But this this popped up this morning. Now, all you all you people out there who think Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott did a, you know, I don't know, your mama joke on Joe Biden by sending illegal aliens to other states, look at this headline. Ron DeSantis flying migrants to Martha's Vineyard may have unintentionally opened the door for them to remain in the U.S. permanently. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. See, instead of doing the right thing and trying to make it political, they're, they're, they've made it political. They've done this, and they're going to come back with egg on their face. And so are the people who support them. This is why don't give any of your vote to any of these guys going to D.C. Just don't give it to them. Don't consent to them. That's what you're doing. You want the lesser of two evils? You're going to get evil. That's what you're going to get. That's what we've talked about before. So don't give any of these guys your support. But people are going to do what they're going to do because they're afraid. They're afraid of the other guy getting in or whatever happens or this, that, and the other instead of standing up and doing their duty. That's that's really the issue. And for those of you who left comments about yesterday's show, thank you very much. Yes, Troy, is, he's a good man. Uh, he wants to do the right thing. And many of you out there had some of the same questions that Troy has. And I, I hope the show was beneficial because the thing is starting with us. It's not starting with the politicians. It's not starting with the state house. Uh, or even the church house, for that matter. It's starting with with us as individuals. How are we gonna How are we gonna deal with criminals? How are we gonna deal with tyranny? Uh, how are we gonna live our lives in uh, peace and um, uh, the, the, you know before the Lord? How are we gonna do that? Well, we're gonna have to start obeying the commands of the Lord ourselves. We're gonna have to be the ones to repent again. God calls His people to turn from their wickedness, not the world. He's called his people to do it first as an example to the world that we are his people, okay? All right, now, with that said, we have with us our nursing nutritionist, Kate Shimarani, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to let Kate introduce our guest today. I told him, I said, I've kind of titled this uh, the real, A Real Dr. Doolittle. Uh, he, he, thought that was, he thought that was great, um, but uh, I'm going to let her introduce our guest this morning uh, because I think it's pretty fascinating the work that he does. Kate, good morning. 
Hi, good morning from the former, what is it you say? We're, we're in, we're in uh, the, real tyranny here. You're in the EU-occupied uh, state of England, huh? Yeah. So before I, I go on to um, introduce, uh, I hope I'm saying this right, Kishan Takahashi, I want to give it the big drum roll lead up because anyone who's listened to me knows that, you know, before we were, before we were um, physical, we were electrical, before that we were chemical. And we all know we were put into our mothers by our Lord and Creator. So, and I've also talked about how 93% of our DNA's function is light and sound transmission and reception. And they want to take all of that away from you. That's your link with your Creator, the, the pineal gland, all of it. But let me just tell you, going, looping up what you said and then leading on to Kishan. Also, everybody knows about my, you all know Fat Dave, who is, he's lording it on the sofa over there. Um, and uh, you know about my little dog, Mr. Bo, who died, which is how I ended up meeting Kishan. And, um, and now I've got Mr. Raphael, but with Nelly, who you can just see. Um, what's actually happening now in the UK um, we had protocols that came out with the first lockdown, NG163, and re replaced with NG191. 83% of our elderly that went into the hospital never came out. Um, th that NG191 protocol is using benzodiazepines and opioids. And an undertaker told me just yesterday, who's been on the show, but I know this, when he's unzipping the bags and getting the patient's that he receives then when he takes them on their next journey, their skeletons in the bags, like from a concentration camp. So these protocols that are being used on people in the UK and around the world, but in the UK, um, they are removing all essential food, water and medication and putting them onto drugs, which will put them into a coma. And what they do is they stop you breathing and what is the definition of, of apnea, sleep apnea, is when you don't take a breath for a minute. Only if I said that to you, you would immediately hold your breath for a minute. These patients don't get that opportunity. It, they just don't know when it's coming. And these are the drugs. And this is fact. And as a 50 kilogram patient with no comorbidities, no other illnesses, not on any meds, shouldn't receive more than 0.75 of midazolam. These patients are being given 2.5 to 5 milligrams and more as they go along. They're being given over five times the dose. And so you're hastening their death, which is euthanasia, which is illegal in this country. So who is doing this? You can forget all of your, all of your politicians, the manufacturers. We've got the weapon. We've got the venues. We've got it's either in the scare homes, the hospitals, or even in their own homes uh, by the very people that are entrusted to come through the door and take care of their health. The doctors. We've got the we've got the weapon. And now we've got the perpetrators. And who is that? It's you, the nurses and the doctors. You're the ones where the book stops. Whoever pulls that trigger, whoever pushes that plunger. So now our hospitals are a very dangerous place for an elderly person. In Canada now, they're passing where it's not just if you're 50 and over, and that is what is elderly, 50 and over. It's now if you're with prolonged grief, depression, ADHD, ADD, they're carrying this on in Australia. The very same time, in history that you can pinpoint where the same things happened was 1933 in Nazi Germany. But we're very good here. We've managed to kill in one year as many as they killed of their own people in four years. So it is the doctors and the nurses. So we have within us, you know, pharmaceutical drugs came from petroleum. They don't cure you. They're just treating you and making you sick, keeping you sick. 
everything we need is right here, right now, and also within us, within us, if that's God's will. So the one thing you should be doing is eating clean foods, breathing clean air, having clean water, Nelly putting in her first appearance, and <laughs> using what's already here for us. Yeah. And uh, if, if we can't, if we can't then believe in ourselves, if we're constantly thinking I'm sick and I need to go and ask the quack and remember the quacks with the, with the name given to the allopaths. And I've said this before on this show, the turn of the century, the satire was the allopaths. The treatment would kill you. The naturopaths, the disease would kill you. So if you're thinking in yourself, Oh, I need to see a doctor. Oh, I, eating the right foods is not going to cure me. 93% of your function of your DNA is light and sound transmission and reception. Now, 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 what you think and you speak sets the vibration up. Remember, we've talked about that on this show, the nine tones in the universe, then you're going to be sick. And this is why they've got the idiots lantern TV, the mainstream media, over 70% of the advertising budget in mainstream comes from pharma. These are all the same gangsters from the same cesspit with their noses in the same troughs, all worshipping Satan, and they've all been deceived. But they're all in it, and they're telling you, if you're believing that, then you're going to make yourself sick because you're watching it all the time, and you're believing it, and you're listening to it. And one of the things I loved about Kishan was he told me on the day of the royal funeral, his clinic was full. He didn't take a day off. He was... He was looking after those people Amen. and animals that needed it, that needed it. So I would like to introduce you to a man who does incredible work, God's work, uses everything. And if you don't know how to pray, and you don't know how to bring the Lord's word in, then you need to go and see someone who does and who will be that and teach you. So I'm going to hand it over to, to you, Kishan, because he's also been on David Icke. So for all you people out there um, that think that's big, Kishan's on Iconic. He's very well known. And once I put it out there with my dog, I'm well known, but infamous. <laughs> um, but um, I, Happily, you know, happily people, so too. Happily infamous. Yeah, I, I love it. Um, <laughs> so for, um, for those of you who watched my story with little Mr. Bo, let me tell you, I can't often talk about it because it's really painful. I loved that dog so much. I called him Mr. Man and, and he was the man for me. And, and I had Nelly. I loved him so much. I used to constantly say to my friend, or oh, if anything ever happened to him, I don't know what I'd do. If he died, I'd be devastated. I was putting that out constantly, constantly. And you know what I did? I've done CPR on adults. I've, um, I've assisted with children. I've even done it on an aircraft when we were coming into land on an adult. And I've kind of done it on a vol, but I, I imagined myself doing it on my dog. Well, that's exactly what happened. I didn't imagine it once. I imagined it several times. What would I do? And I saw myself doing it. And that's exactly what happened. I picked my dog up the exact same scenario. He was okay. And then he went limp. And then he stopped breathing. And it took me 20 minutes with him on my worktop with my mouth around his little mouth and snout, uh, and snout. little puffs. And one-fingered uh, cardiac compressions, 20 minutes, and I got him back. His tongue was almost turning black and his gums, and I got him back. And he died. He took his last breath two days later, the day before I was due to have a consult with uh, Kishan, whilst uh, Dr. Mary Corley was praying for him. And he did a big snore and relaxed and left 
left this earthly domain. And, um, and it was the only time he let me brush him without biting him. I brushed him and my friend brushed him till he was cold. Um, yeah, he was legendary. And, uh, and then I, I, I went and straight away that same night, I went and got uh, arranged to get another little dog. So I do feel that I bought that in because I spoke it and I thought it and I had the emotions to go with it. So we, we shouldn't be, we shouldn't be speaking that. And, and we're told we overcome Satan. Satan uses fear and prejudice. We overcome Satan with our personal testimony. When we speak at that vibration, that the word of God tells us it's all in scripture, what the blood of Jesus does for us. So we need to be really Amen. careful about the spells that we cast when we say, oh, I'm sick to death of this. Oh, I'm sick of listening. Oh, drop dead gorgeous. All these things are spells. We've been deceived. So I'm going to now hand over to a wonderful man that does wonderful work. And I did post on my Telegram page for all you blighters that are on there squealing, you can't get on. It's all there for all of you. I uh, I did post, and um, this is off Kishan's website. When it comes to the health of people and animals, anything is possible. And it certainly is. I've seen it time and time again. Kishan, it's wonderful to meet you. <laughs> and you, thank you. Yeah, it's great. It's great to have you on. And I want to want to ask, how did you get into all of what you're doing? Can you tell us a little bit about your background? Yeah, I mean, I came from the Midlands and hi, everybody, by the way, lots of love from South Wales, um, sunny South Wales, strangely enough, sunny South Wales. Um, I got into what I did. Um, it was by, well, by fate. I'm going to use the word fate because I don't believe in accidents. I got will. <laughs> And I, I came to uh, I came to South Wales to study graphic design and photography, which was what I basically did um, all my life. And I was doing a degree here as one of the best colleges in the country. And I I met the landlady, and she was into alternatives and things like that. We we got together, and um, we had children. And one of the head one of the heads of midwifery in the hospital was actually a homeopath and she was doing little miniature courses and teaching the nurses and stuff and you know and I was studying at the time in in graphic design so our child wasn't very well with his ears and needed an operation and so she said oh well she suggested we try this and you know my my way of thinking in alternatives and everything else like that in particular was I was very black and white in a sense spiritual but black and white in the sense that medicine was kind of the way and maybe there wasn't anything else and all this you know and um and then I I we tried these little white pills and and I took him to the hospital and I always remember the doctor looking in the ears you know and getting a bit confused and then I said what's the problem and he said well which ear is it you know when I thought I don't know I think it's that one and he was really confused and and then I said well we used homeopathy and as soon as those words homeopathy left my mouth the doctor went a sharp intake of anger in breath. And I thought, oh, it worked. It was that point. Thank God the doctor was very angry. <laughs> because it made me change my life. <laughs> I thought, I need to know what the hell he's angry about and what is going on. And I need to understand this. So I started to study. I started to read. I started to look into it. And 
to be honest, I didn't need to go through a process of, I don't believe, I don't, I saw the proof. That was enough for me and it should be for everybody. I think evidence is what you see in front of you. You don't need to go looking at research papers and for, for the rest of your life. Amen it's all, it's all skewed. Yeah. It's all manipulated. Hell, bloody hell, two years of what was been going on is enough to sh shed light onto that, to be honest. So we don't need that. We need to just ask, look, look at the evidence and whatever's in front of you, trust that. Because the truth is there. Truth isn't in everything else that's made with money and manipulation and whatever have you. So to me, all I needed was that. And when I looked and thought, I need to understand this. I need to understand what, what is going on with this medicine. Why isn't, why isn't it known? Well, it was. It's because when you go and do a Google search, <laughs> sorry, I mentioned that word, uh, the Google search. <laughs> Google search. Um, when you do a search like that, it's, uh, you know, you look for evidence and you look for research and, you know, they, they ask and ask and ask. And if you're going to ask for evidence and you're going to ask for research, if it's going to be on page one billion of Google, then there isn't any point. There isn't any point, is there? Because they don't really want you to see it. But the amount of research in homeopathy is so vast, you cannot give a remedy before knowing what it does and its material substance. Therefore, the amount of research gone into it is so vast, it's incredible, because you just wouldn't know what to give. You wouldn't know how anybody suffers with the remedy at its raw state, because you would give it potentized to do the opposite back, stimulating the immunity system, okay? Natural healing, life force, light, energy, like Kata said, healing, vibrational medicine. So to me, just seeing that was more than enough. And I started to study. I started to look into it. I started to treat my children. Do you know what? We never, ever saw the GP after that. And you don't realize that. You don't realize that until time goes by. And as time goes by, days, months, years go by, you start seeing a difference and looking back thinking, GP, I need to re-register because they've shut the surgery down 20 years ago. So it, it's, it's really strange because you don't, you don't realize when you're in that mode of being balanced, you don't, you forget about being sick. And right. this is the thing. I think people are constantly reminded about the sickness. It's advertised everywhere. Let's Kishan, be honest. That's like, Kishan, that's like pain, isn't it? Something like 90% of pain is in your head. When yeah. you stop thinking about your pain, a lot of it goes. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. I did a, I did a, um, I teach sometimes and I take people up a mountain and I pick people who I feel are ready for that step forward into learning about healing and spirituality. And so I take them, I took some people up the other day and I, she, one of the, one of the um, ladies had a, a really bad pain in her hip and I said, look, let's come along and let's do what we're going to do. And then we'll, we'll address that later. And I basically, um, I opened them up. I sent light through, I taught them how to channel light and life force energy, godly light. And it came through. And you know what? They were crying. They were emotional, which usually happens, but the pain had gone. And I, and I tried to explain, I said, look, you've got that, you've got that ability to open up and let that light come within you and heal you. It's been there for since the beginning of time i said it's just there you just forgot about it i said you're not you're not learning anything here i said you're remembering it's about all of us have got the ability to channel that light it's about learn it's about it's about remembering it's just remembering um, and that's all it is it's just remembering 
and, and I just continued and, and studied and I wanted to learn. I wanted to become a homeopath. I wanted to. So I continued doing those studies and learning more and more and more. And as I was training, I started to, I, I got initiated into Reiki One healing, which was like any other form of healing or sense, just opening up your channels and opening up and channeling light and energy. And I had some pretty profound experiences. I could see so many things. And, and then I started to work in the hospital because the, my, my summer job was cleaning in the hospital to raise a bit of money, which was the best job I ever had, I think. Because <laughs> you look back at work and appreciate it and go, I haven't got a care in the world. I look at my work and I go home and have some food. And I worked hard for it, which I truly believe in. Working hard, food on the table, you feel you deserve it. I'm old-fashioned like that, I think. But but I, I started to then look at the patients while I was working, and I could see what was going on inside them. And I spent a long time trying to think I, it's all in my head. And, but I could sense, and people were, like, telling me these things, and I could see. And it, years and years of me doubting, but also looking and thinking, why is this happening? And Because you do doubt yourself, obviously, but... Why me and all this kind of stuff? Why am I seeing this? And But I started to look more and more of vibration, frequency, energy, light. I could see internally. I could see at a molecular level with people, with blood disorders and loads and loads and loads of things. But I had to figure it all out. So I studied even more. I started to learn all forms of healing. I, I wanted to learn homeopathy even more. I did a contemporary homeopathy course. And, and, I, and, I, and I feel that like expanding my knowledge so that I can give the best care to my patients is the only way. I needed to learn as much as possible. And when I started to do that, I started to, in between that process, I started to be able to listen to animals and because I'm working with that frequency. But I kept thinking it can't be real. And then the more I started to interact, the more I started to look at animals and what they were saying, like horses going past and then them coming towards me and the owners are saying like, actually nobody owns an animal, but, but the, the person who has the animal comes to me and says, I don't know why he's doing this. And I'm going, yeah, we're talking. So it was really lovely to be able to open on, up on, on, on even those frequencies. So the animal healing came a bit later and I started to then do exactly like I'm doing with humans and the same way. And the results just speak for themselves. You know, Kishan, let me ask you. Yeah, let me ask you a question in here. You know, I, I yeah. read from uh, I don't know if you've if you've taken a look at uh, chlorine dioxide or anything like that. And you're familiar with Jim Humble. But one of the things he said there was he said, you know, we're not making any claims that that, you know, we heal people or any of this other. For instance, in their their case, we're getting rid of pathogens, bad bacteria in the body and things like that. And then we're setting we're sort of creating this terrain there in the body that it can heal itself the way the creator has designed us to, to be healed. And I think Kate has mentioned uh, Dr. Gerson talking about our bodies being toxic and, and he foresaw a future where, you know, we're going to be so overloaded with toxins, which we're pretty close there now. Uh, it's going to, it's just going to take longer and longer and longer to detoxify and then therefore bring healing to the body. And that's why I guess so many times where we get sick often is because of that, that load there that's going on. Now, when you're when you're looking at people, obviously their symptoms, they can tell you things of what they're feeling and all of these kinds of things. How does this work with a how does this work with an animal? Um with an animal, it's 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 the same. It's like when I'm looking at an animal, I'm scanning. I mean I do this I do a thing where I scan 
people and animals. I, I can I, I either do it with my hand. I mean, this is like the flatbed scanner. This is this the scanning um, the the tool. So I'm looking at patients, and I I even ask my patients who are mediums who actually see like energy, color, everything. I ask them and say, "What do you see? Like, tell me what you're seeing." And they will they'll they'll always repeat the same thing, which is quite good. Unless they're learning, I'm teaching right, them talking I just a bit more. Can I just interrupt, Kishan? Because I don't yeah, want yeah. everyone to miss. Um, everyone knows what my faith is, and you all know I've been a nurse for 36 years. Um, I look, I look at patients. They don't even need to tell me. I can tell by looking at them now, by looking at their ears, mm. looking at their skin color, looking at the colors of their eyes, looking at their irises. I can tell when they're sick. I don't, that's before I even look at their tongue and their gums and the insides of their eyes. I can tell just by looking at them. I can tell as well by looking at their posture. Are they slunk and, you know, down? I can tell when 90% of your diagnosis as well is what the patient tells you. 5% is your hands-on investigations. The other 5% is your scans and bloods. 90% is what the patient tells you. And it won't just be what they tell you. It will be observing them looking at their body language and and also now i can also see and i'm not going to you know we are electrical and everyone who says oh no we don't then how on earth do they do an ecg you're looking at the electrics as it goes across the heart from the sinoatrial node you're looking at that trace that little zigzag that you all know about the same as an eeg that's exactly what it is well if you're electrical you're also going to be giving out a certain signal and if you train your eye, you can see it. Everyone can see it. I can see it. I can see it as white. I've only seen it as color on one person and it was mother general and it was blue, huge blue above her head. But I also can see black and I saw it one day, didn't know what I was looking at and it was at the vets and it was a dog. And I thought, why is that great big shadow behind that dog? There was no shadow. And the vet said, no, the dog's dying. I was just seeing that. We can all see it. This is not woo-woo. We're all, you know, from our creator. And we we know exactly what this is. It's just that we've been blinded by bastardized science to believe. Mm. And, and there's no such thing. All this mental illness, it's toxicity and deficiency in the brain. And so... So we stop, we stop talking, we stop listening, we stop looking. That's why they're called the five senses. What's the first thing when you have an infection? What does it do? It gets swollen and it's painful. But what can we see? We can see that it's red. What is red? It's heat. If we put our hand on it, we can feel that heat. If we put our hand above it, we can feel it. So this is not, so please do continue. I don't want people to go, oh, this is, because it's really not. It's mm. right there for you to see if you use your eyes. And God says, uh, and we should give us eyes to see and ears to hear. Amen. <laughs> yeah, so so when I'm scanning, I mean, th this is years and years of like asking people. And, you know, I mean, I doubted, I didn't understand, I was confused. And then I, it's taken me a long time. And I've got to this point now where I've thought, well, why did I waste so much time doubting myself? I should have just got on with it. And I suppose with the healing and scanning and looking and, you know, I, I, it's like I'm going through people and looking. I mean, I can see, I can sense when they come through the door, I kind of know. But I think that you've got to, you have to go through the process, especially with like recently, over the past couple of years, the people have been 
vaccinated and when they come in i'm looking i can actually see i mean you can see like a it's like um lines and lines of almost like veins but black infiltrating all the way through and you know i've had patients who were very spiritual in a sense who got vaccinated i just knew because they were like dead their bodies were just like they were out of the, the souls were out and them coming inside and the words they came out with were, I've lost my connection. We've said that, haven't we, Tim? Yeah, we sure have. We've, we've, like, yeah, we've had, there, there have been several people who've reported that. Uh, professed Christians who took those shots and say, I don't, yeah. I don't believe sense anymore. God anymore. I, yeah, I, I, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't, yep. believe, I can't connect. Yep. Spirit isn't coming to me. I, I don't know what's happened. They're, they're quiet. They're not coming to me. They've abandoned me. And that's what I heard. And, and I, and I looked and thought straight away, I thought, well, and then I asked the question, did you have your vaccine? Yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, if you, if anybody wants any, not that we need to be proven anything anymore. I mean, it's a little bit obvious. I mean, you're going to, you're going to go to search sudden death now, haven't you really? Let's be honest. But you know, we don't need proof, but to be honest, I mean, you know, I treated, I've treated people who had the vaccine and I don't say that anything straight away. I actually asked them and I get a timeline. Because evidence is quite important in a sense that when a patient asks or somebody asks what's going on, and then you ask the question, how long has that dog been on that camp? How long did you have your vaccination? When did you when you when you when you create a timeline, the evidence is there. When you then tell the patient, well, it's a little bit obvious, it's no, no, it isn't. I said, Well, you've just told me this. You've told me that. That's what's happened. This is when it then everything went apart. It's a bit obvious. I think when you present that to people and they start looking and asking questions. And actually opening up to the fact that, yes, that is a possibility. And then you're treating them and they're having all this treatment. And I had a patient who had the vaccinations, had cancer, come out straight away. Shouldn't have. Like, it's unheard of at that age. Came out, had operation, clear margin, scan, nothing there, waiting for radiotherapy. A week later, had a phone call. Uh, it's come back. And I thought, that's impossible. You haven't even had your, you didn't have your booster. Yeah, I did. I mean, seriously, I, seen if, well. if you want evidence, seriously. So, Kachan, do you, do you have any of those people who've had the shots and you can see all this stuff going on? Or are you able to help yeah, them at yeah, all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been ever since, like, ever since it started, to be honest. You know, ever since it started. What um, goes on? What what takes place there? Because, you know, we've been talking, uh, just had uh, Dr. Michael Roth on um, the other week, and he's got this EDTA cream that detoxifies and it'll it'll go up even past the blood brain barrier to it'll, it'll grab heavy metals and uh, break down graphene oxide all this kind of stuff and uh, eliminate it from the body it's a detox uh, formula but what is, what is it that you're doing there do you use any detoxification at all to be honest there's various methods of detoxation and if you can have any method you can get your hands on <laughs> anybody tells you the truth then you need to use it because this is not normal vaccine this is just not normal like we we've been able to make remedies homeopathically from these vaccines um for years and years and years but to be honest aids and this like we've had to use remedies because we're looking at people and their problems we've had to use nozodes which are made from diseases and we've even used vaccination remedies made from the vaccine we've got them all we we do it all the time and do you know what? It's like, it's really hard to antidote this because it's not normal. 
it's just not normal. It's like the technology is just, it's just not normal. So what we do is we, there's different things, but what we do is we build up the person's natural immunity. We work on a spiritual now. We work on a mental, emotional. We work on a physical scale. You haven't got a choice. You've got, if you've made that decision on that level at the highest point of having it in the first place, let's be honest, you worked at the high level to make that decision. Whether it's fear-based, whether you made that decision, so it's going to infiltrate like a triangle coming down and just destroy everything else bit by bit. So you have no choice but to build yourself back up on all those levels. You just have to. You have to build yourself back up on all those levels. And if you just said like... You see, do you see... You know, because we we talk on here about chlorine dioxide, we can talk about DMSO, we uh, uh, colloidal silver, all these things that I use. But but also, you know, we we can't get in this country borax. It's I I, I sent you a message about that, didn't I, Tim? We're not allowed because all the EU. Yeah. Because of course they they can give you dangerous pharmaceuticals in the top three causes of death, but you can't have borax. You're too stupid. So uh, you might you might gobble a spoonful of it, but um. You know, you can put, even though the water's got got chlorine in it, you're only going to be in it for 20 minutes. Most people have got a bath. If you haven't, you've got a paddling pool. You can get one for $5 down the pound store. Half a cup of bentonite clay, half a cup of baking soda. um, And then you put a couple of spoonfuls of your borax in it and uh, a couple of spoonfuls. I'm trying to remember the other thing that you put in it. Baking soda, uh bentonite clay the borax and i'm trying to remember what the other thing is a couple of spoonfuls of that and you lie in it for 20 minutes and then you get out you know some people have talked about seeing i don't i don't you know deny what they're seeing either i'm sure they have these are very credible people they'll see um lots of stuff in the bath that wasn't on their skin because your skin isn't a wetsuit what goes in your skin on your skin goes in your body Within about 17 seconds, it's in your blood supply. Within three minutes, your entire systemic circulation is through your liver. And uh, and the rest is history. So people are seeing parasites in the water as well. If you can't mm. do anything else, then, then at least have a bath for 20 minutes, including your pets. Because your pets are breathing it in. They're taking yeah. in what's being sprayed on us through their pores. So if you can't get the, the borax, you've at least got the bentonite clay and you've got the, uh, actually, I'll just have a quick look what the other thing is. You've got the um, baking soda. Um, you can at least, when you bath your pets, you can do the same thing. I'm just going to look up the third thing because um, I've, I've actually, I like to occasionally use the devil's, the devil's app called Amazon. You know, you've got to use it against them. If it's making me healthy, I'll use the devil's app. Um, so Epsom salts. Epsom salts. Half a cup of Epsom salts, half a cup of bentonite clay, half a cup of baking soda, and a couple of heaped tablespoons of the borax. If you can't get the borax, don't worry about it. I'm trying to get some from everywhere. You can you can you can titrate that down. You're not stupid. Make mm. it a spoonful of each in the basin for your small dogs. But I'm sure Kishan would agree that you can detox your animals just the same. Yeah. As yeah. well as if they won't drink, they're not stupid, my cats. I put chlorine dioxide in their water. Fat Dave ain't having any of it. He's outside drinking from the puddles. So mm. Um, mm. We, we can certainly bath our doggies and our, our cats. And, and Kishan will tell you, 
when, when we see our cat's paw prints when they're stressed, they sweat from their paws when they're stressed. Our pets do because they're big paws. So mm. you could wipe that across your, your cat's paws as well. So uh, we, we can do we can do these little things to help them. Sorry, please continue. I just no, no, thank you. In. Yeah, your, your, your skin is the biggest organ in your body. People forget. Your skin is alive. It breathes. It's, it, it measures. It, it feels. It senses. It's the biggest organ in your body. It's alive. And, yeah. um, you know, people use creams and, and, and um, um, you know, and tinctures and anything on their skin. It goes right into the, into the bloodstream. It's incredible. And as for animals, I mean, unfortunately, we are, and this is sad, and there are vets in, in Australia and other countries who are crying and really angry that we're over-vaccinating our animals. They never needed not, officer. Not this bird. I don't yeah, vaccinate good, anything good. anymore. And my, my cat's 17. She's 18 nearly. And she looks like a kitten. And she, if she wants healing, if she wants, she sits in the middle of the night, she jumps and sits on me, and she's having healing off me. She's like a kitten again. And that's just before she's having a little bit of a fit because she's getting a bit older and she's scratching herself over the top and twists her body and has a little bit of fit. And, you know, and then she's back on me. I did some healing. I gave her specific remedies to balance her out. And hey, presto, she's like a kitten again. So, I mean, you know, we're, we are. We're over vaccinating. There's diseases and pathologies now with animals, which were unheard of. Right? We never used to have like diabetes. And in, in this country, in this country. If you're with a vet, they call you in once a year for your cat and dog's MOT. And they give the dog and the cat a check over, stick a thermometer up its rear end, give it a booster shot, and then send you out. And cats and dogs are getting thyroid disorders. Yeah. They're getting dementia. They're getting arthritis and all these things. I'm telling you, I, I did vaccinate some of them originally. Nellie's had none. Uh, my cat was 23, one of my cats. But, you know, the... I, I had insurance as well for my pets, which was ridiculous. As soon as I stopped going to the vets and having the boosters and the MOT, I'm virtually never there unless they get road killed. And, uh, but the vets are making a pretty, most of the vets money, and I don't care how many of them squawk when I say it, most of their bread and butter, as we say in the UK, is from that annual checkup of your pet. And, and and I'll tell you another thing that was happening during the pandemic, the pandemic, sorry. What was happening, I mean, you'll be surprised. People were not allowed to go and see their animals. And this is only from my own patients. They were telling me that they went in and the bill was ridiculous. And then they questioned it. They said, why have you given a scan and a blood test and a this and a that? And the bill's like £600 and then it's like 1000 and a. Why have you done this? Because if you gave that, 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 I'd be dead. And then they went back and had a look and they said, I'm sorry, it's a clerical error. The amount of people that were paying for tests that weren't even being done, it's, it's unheard of. So vets, vets are gangsters as well. I mean, I, I've, I've got patients who have made a part of the film that I it was in part and I can't occur. And, you know, I've got patients, quite a lot. I mean, I've treated so many animals, to be honest. And, you know, going on my, on my camera, looking at animals, there's, there's so many animals. <laughs> it's ridiculous when you search animals but you know i i there's patients that i treated whose animals were so poorly and people only come usually people only come to me when it's like they're near death and it's fascinating they i, I start treating them i do distance healings i do surgeries on them and and, and i advise and then the the difference is phenomenal it, it's a quick turnaround they're back on their path 
and there's all these things happening. Now, when I watch these people go back to the vets during this pandemic, when I actually saw them going back to the vets and the vets were coming out and saying, how is this animal well? All my animals that have come in are not doing very well. How is this animal very well? We don't, my favorite patient, even getting a Wonder, Wonder Woman outfit to this Jack Russell, you know? And things like this, you know, very strange. And and they can't tell the vet. <laughs> this is the other thing. They cannot tell the vet that they're using alternatives because if they do, that vet will turn. This wow. happens with patients. Yeah. I make I make sure now that I get medical records before I treat. I get a copy. And that's the other thing. You can demand and ask simply because you're paying for them. You're paying for that treatment. If you ask for the records and I get them, and then I can start treatment. And then after that, they can't falsify them, which has happened on a number of occasions, of which they look a bit stupid because taking hip dysplasia out of a medical records, out of the medical records, when they've seen an orthopedic vet, they've seen an ortho, a neurologist, and a, it doesn't make any sense. You and know, then they say it, wasn't, it was a misdiagnosis, wasn't there in the yeah, first place. Yeah. So, Kishan, the, the tumour wasn't there. Hmm. Kishan, so what you're telling us is the same kind of mentality that they're using, the, the pseudoscience in many cases that they're using on humans, they've just taken it and done it with animals. Would it be your estimate, I'm just going to ask your opinion, would it be hmm. your opinion that our animals would be living longer if we oh, sought oh, the oh, other yes. rather than getting them vaxxed and all that? Yeah, I mean, that's where my mind goes with it. I think that the proof's in the pudding. If you start asking people, please, let's do some research. Let's do some research. Let's put it out there. Let's unvaccinated, vaccinated. Let's see the difference. Why? Nobody will do that. There's no, they won't do it. There's lots of anecdotal. I mean, even during the first three months of lockdown, loads of kids didn't get vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. And suddenly the death rate plummeted. It was huge. It was over half um, with with pets, um, even dairy cows. I, you know, people, dairy cows, I think they live, what, four years and then they're slaughtered. If you left them alone, they'd live 14, 50, 50 years. Um, and and I love this. I, I, I People have got to get their head around this. When you do a trial, if you have a cohort, a group of 100 people on the left and 100 people on the right, you give 100 people water on the left or a sugar pill and the 100 people on the right get the real thing, except for the HPV vaccine. They gave them aluminium. So, so the way they do it, if 20 people who are only getting water have side effects and 30 people that get the medicine get side effects, they take the 20 from the 30 and say it's only 10%. That's how they do it. So forget all of that for a minute. If you've got 20% in your cohort group having side effects from the pill, now let's say it's a pill to get rid of the symptoms. Let's say 20% of their symptoms disappear from taking nothing, water or a sugar pill. What does that tell you? It tells you that the ability to heal yourself is within you. So, so then one would say, well, well, how come it was only 20%? Well, that's because I would say the other 80 don't believe it. They're too far gone. They're too indoctrinated. They're too, they're too much believing the bastardized science um, and believing the lie that is modern medicine indoctrination, the doctors. 
you have to believe it. And that's why, again, I go back to scripture. You know, in order to save your life, you have to lose your life. You lose your life to Christ. And by losing your life, you save your life. So I'm walking around in in Katie's bubble, let me tell you. (laughs) Ain't nothing happening to me or my lot. And, um, and, And that's why I refuse to believe now. And Fat Dave... He's over there. Look at him. He's always somewhere knocking around. <laughs> and uh, he's he's every single thing. I mean, if I leave my books on the table overnight, which I learned not to do now, if he's going to vomit anywhere, he vomits on my books. <laughs> vomited on my iPad key, uh, keypad. But um, I refuse to believe anything's going to happen to them. Whereas mm. when all my cats used to, I used to worry about the main road that's way up the top of the road. I live back in onto a woods. I used to worry that they were going to get run over. And they did. I don't even think about that now. I'm not even bringing that in. Well, you know, all of this, all of this brings us back. Kate, you mentioned uh, some passages out of Scripture as well. Uh, Proverbs 12:10. Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. And we see that often. Uh, you'll see these animal rituals and stuff. They'll they'll say there's some kind of satanic ritual or something. How they've treated their animals. We see people being arrested. Um, and you know, for the mistreatment of animals or even the hu- inhumaneness, look, yeah, if you're going to kill the animal to eat it, that's, it's one thing. How do you do that humane? Do you torture and, and do all this stuff to the animal? No, you, you're to be quick about it. You're not to, you're not to make that animal suffer and such. And I was thinking as, uh, you know, you were explaining some of these things, Kishon, uh, you know, the book of Job, Job had, you know, he, we talked about this the other week that, that God tested him and he used the devil to do so. Have you looked at my servant? And and again, the devil is God's devil, right? He's not his own little guy. He's not equal with God or any of this stuff. He's God's devil, and God used him for a purpose. And it was to it was to show that Job's faith was was genuine. But listen to what what Job had to say. But ask now the beasts, and they shall teach thee, and the fowls of the air, and they shall teach thee, or speak to the earth, and it shall teach thee, and the fishes of the sea shall declare unto thee, Who knoweth not in all these that the hand of the Lord hath wrought this, in whose hand is the soul of every living thing, and the breath of all mankind? Doth not thy ear try words, and the mouth taste his meat? With the ancient is wisdom, and in length of days understanding with him is wisdom and strength he hath counsel and understanding and then it goes on from there what what he, what he's saying is that the creation has declared his glory go go to those animals go to the creation all of this they are declaring his glory to us and when when i hear you talk about um the, the animals you know and i don't know how that that communication works but kate's talked about even using her tuning forks and crossing her body and in some places that sound changes where things are not natural and it sounds like you have something very simple very similar that you do with with the animals there that you're caring for yeah i mean we the, you can you can we can all talk to animals they they if they want to talk to us they can I started to do it because I, I doubted that I was listening, hearing it really. And then as time went by, I trusted the inner truth, the inner light, the inner beauty of it. And that gave me more. Spirit allowed more to take place. And I could hear them even more because I trusted it. It's lovely to hear what you've just said because I think we've got the truth. We've got God within us telling us so many things. We just have the choice to listen or not 
And that's evident, really, isn't it, over the past couple of years or so, and sure. has been always. Well, the Lord Jesus, Animals. the Lord Jesus even said to his disciples, he said, my sheep know me. This is the words of, of, of Jesus himself. The, my sheep know me. They listen to my voice and they won't follow another. Now, you know, I, this is why I, I teach people and disciple them about the Lord Jesus. I don't think there's any salvation, obviously, uh, under heaven, uh, in any name under heaven given among men. There is no Savior other than that. Uh, and yet, I believe there are even those people who may be unbelievers that they can see the the reality of miracles, if you want to call them that, miracles of healings that take place. And, you know, Jesus said, if you don't believe me because of the words I say, at least believe the miracles that I do. And there were people who would reject even the miracles that he did. And they said, no, we're not going to have any of that. We're going to put you on a cross and all of these other kinds of things, which was which was his destiny anyway, to pay for the sins of men. But again, it's like, what are we missing here? Are we going to go trust the uh, the guys who's going to give us a shot, a pill, you know, for our eels or whatever the case is, or are we going to go back to, uh, Kate and I refer to it as creation-based medicine, go back to the foods God has given us, go back to the, the, the means and the things that we, that have been lost. I mean, there have been a lot of homeopathic remedies that have just been lost. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree totally. I think that if people are going to listen, they're going to listen. If they're not, some people from my experience of what I'm seeing even now are too far gone. And if you tell people something and you really explain in a roundabout way, not not frightening them in a sense, but just really, really showing them the truth. They look at you, and this is this is fascinating. I find it fascinating. They look at you like this, and they're like that, and then they go, it's almost like if something has been deleted in them. And then they look at you, and then they go, what are you having for tea? It's just, it's, I find it fascinating how it's like they're too far gone. <laughs> and there just isn't anything you can do. And you've got to, I mean, I personally, I'm not asking you, You've got to sometimes accept the fact that they're too far gone. They're That's thinking along one way. That's in scripture. Well. Speak your yeah. word, and then yeah. you do do your bit. For the ones the that listen, if they don't, do your bit. You've done what you can from the heart. Move on to the people that ask. If they ask and they want to learn and they want to know, you teach them. It is better, better time spent. We are not here long. I'm telling you now, we're not here long. We're lucky to get seventy something odd. At the moment, for a lot, it isn't less than that now, unfortunately. But we're not here long. I would rather spend every second, there's another one gone, there's another second. I would rather spend that time with those people that are awake and want to know, and even inquisitive, who are, were lost but now can be found and yep. want to listen. Yep. Than hang the on, ones hang on a second. Gone. Hang on a second, Kishan. Uh, we'll hold you over just a little bit. Guys, if you want to finish this up, sonsoflibertymedia.com, top of the page there before it's news. Have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Get with the people of God, read the Word of God, and we'll see you at 6 a.m. on Monday, Lord willing. Adios. All right, I want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio. Didn't mean to cut in there, but I was looking at the time, and then I looked away, and then all of a sudden the music's playing. So go ahead and continue your thought, Kishan. Yeah, I think that I think also with the animal thing is animals aren't ready to fully communicate with humans. The reason why is because we're too busy trying to hurt them, use them, abuse them, torture them, Yeah. Um, use them the way we want to use them. We name them, we put them on pedestals, we, 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 we want all these like buttons on YouTube and everything else for their little shows. So animals tend to, if you do that with a child and put them in pageants and God knows what, they lose their identity, they don't know who they are. 
So when I have patients like that, I have to kind of put them back into their bodies. I have to make them become a personality and then they become a person individual. Okay. Now, if you take that away and you brainwash and you, and you don't, they, they don't have any identity. Okay. So animals are not ready. They're just not ready to communicate with us, to talk to us, to really, and animals give unconditionally. They just give. Okay. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of people say, my animal saved my life. My animal did, you don't understand. And I'm, and I'm going, yeah, like, and what did you give the animal? <laughs> you know, it's like, it was just take, 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 take. You didn't feed them properly. You didn't take them out. Well, you've left them in the room. You use them when you want to keep them on Facebook. You... Animals are not treated like, you know, partners, like love, like my best friend. And they're not treated. They're said to be, but they're not. My cat kept coming in the door, the bedroom door. And I had 12 cats at the time and four kids because I didn't feel that I had enough cats. And uh, <laughs> uh, there's that old saying, isn't there? When, when you're cold, put another cat on the bed. Anyway, um, the cat kept coming in and padding like this around my, my nipple. And oh. it went on for weeks until we had to put a doorstop to put the cat out. And she even put her paw in my husband's mouth. And it was only when I started to rub and I felt a gritty area, which then led me onto the malogram and, and everything. And it was cancer. As soon as I knew, she stopped doing it. She stopped oh. me in the room. And my oldest cat, my beloved cat, that trust me, that cat was loved and adored. They all were. Um, um, Lily, she was with me all through my two years of doing 13 juices a day. And she joined me for every one of those coffee enemas. Trust me, oh. she got covered in the coffee enema one day. No. Absolutely covered in it. She died right at the end of the two years when I was, I, I got divorced and I was, well, I got, I was separated and I started to be on a road to a new life. That's when she died at 17. So, you know, you're right. Uh, there's a gentleman who's one of the directors of, of what is the company, but for the British Nursing Alliance, he has a cat, his beloved cat, Daniel. And that cat is adored and he gives the cat chlorine dioxide he scans the food. He is very, very, because that is his life partner, his cat. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and so, and also when I had cancer and I was doing the Gerson therapy, we went, I've talked about this on the show. I went to a couple of farms and the horses laid their heads on my chest. Mm. That's what they did. They didn't, they didn't have their heads up. They all moved forward and put their heads down and put their heads on my chest and one of my friends at the time trained with Monty, the horse whisperer guy. She'd been a groom and she was with us. And she said, they can smell yeah. your sickness. They're letting you know. They're sensing it. So, you know, we, wow. we, we, yeah, we have, it's t straight up to him. I wouldn't lie. Oh, I know. And um, so this was all happening to me. But, but I, the other thing as well, you know, what a fantastic thing that happened to me because it led me into a completely different life. And, um, I, I've, I've heard so much and read so much about Kishan. And, uh, I, you know, everyone who's out there, Kishan does, um, can do it remotely as well. He's in Wales, but he'll do it remotely with you because you've just got to believe that you've got the power in you. And, um, and it's, it, it, it is nothing, nothing anymore could convince me that this isn't true, all of this scripture, our creator, what Kishan's doing, you you couldn't convince me. But if you'd have asked me five, six years ago, as I've talked about, you know, God, 
Yahweh, I should say, which is the breath in and out. Yahweh, it's the noise it makes. Um, I wouldn't have believed that either until I had one experience that changed everything. And so um, I, I think everyone's really missing out, really missing out if you don't get into this. And when Kishan's talking as well about some people just don't, they, they, they draw a blank. I, when I do consultations with patients, and I now, incidentally, I'm a great big fan. I'm loving my grounding, man. I'm sleeping like a log. Um, <laughs> so, um, and I have got a code, you know, I've got to eat. I've got to keep a roof over my head. But, um, and even one of the cats, uh, sorry, one of the dogs gets on it. The other dog's on my head. One dog's on my, on my grounding mat. But, um, you know, when I'm seeing patients, I can tell within the first 10 minutes who's really engaging or who has completely closed off from all of it it's amazing it's absolutely amazing so folks you need to open up your mind because it's your salvation because you're going to let the lord's words in take the ear pods out your ears when you go for a walk take your shoes off or touch all the damp trees and hear listen because mm. you'll hear and see things that you didn't even know you were amongst mm. yeah the bible talks about being still and knowing he is god uh, I was thinking, you know, Kishan, I, I read from Job a little while ago. In Job 35, he's got, a, he's got another great thing that he speaks about this as well. Uh, check this out. Uh, verse 10 of chapter 35, he says, But none saith, Where is God my Maker, who giveth songs in the night, who teacheth us more than the beasts of the earth? It's, the beast can teach us things, can it, right? I mean, the proverb says, Go to the ant, learn from the ant, you sluggard, right? <laughs> uh, so the beasts of the earth can teach us and makes us wiser than the fowls of heaven. Who does that? Then they cry, but none giveth answer because of the pride of evil men. Surely God will not hear vanity, neither will the Almighty regard it. Although thou sayest thou shalt not see him, yet judgment is before him. Therefore trust thou in him. But now, because it is not so, he hath visited in his anger, yet he knoweth it not in great extremity. Therefore doth Job open his mouth in vain. He multiplied words without knowledge. Now there was a lot of things the guys were telling Job that were true, but they weren't necessarily, they were trying to apply it to him to say that he was somehow sinning and stuff, and he wasn't. He was just being attacked by the enemy. And, uh, and Job, and the Bible tells us in all that, that he didn't sin, which is sin is a transgression of God's moral law. He didn't do any of that, but he remained faithful to God. And here's this guy, you know, he's saying these words, and he's not saying the animals can't teach us something, the creation can't teach us something. The scripture says the opposite. It says, you know, the heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament showeth his handiwork. All of these things in the creation we see as a loving creator who has made these things for his glory and for our good. And um, again, I'm just, I'm fascinated to hear you talk about doing this with the with these animals. I mean, I know you're doing it with people too, but I'm fascinated to hear this stuff uh, about what you're doing with animals because I'm going to tell you, I've never heard anybody, I mean, you got the, what, the horse whisperer show and you got stuff like that, but... I mean, I don't hear a lot of people who deal with, I guess you would, I don't even know, would you call yourself a veterinarian in that or you just, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I always say to, this is, it's interesting. I Everybody I knows him everywhere just as Kishan. He's very, very well known. <laughs> like, he's a celebrity, a big celebrity who's very well known in the UK straight away gave me his name and then his name came from so many different sources in in a two-hour period i think about six people said this is who you need this is who you need so he's very well known 
<laughs> Doesn't need to be called vet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I usually um Oh, you've embarrassed me. <laughs> <laughs> feel the love, feel the love. <laughs> I do I could feel the love. Um, from all of you. Um no, I I with the way the law is and all this kind of whatever the law is, um I think all that although everything is just breaking away, thank thank the Lord. <laughs> everything's breaking away. Um I think that you have to protect yourself in a sense. So this is the this is the comical thing. When I would make videos of the animals that I treated and I would put on there, I am not a vet, I've never said I'm a vet, and you must see a vet first, but if you can't do anything, come to me. I'll be happy to see your animal. Now, I think that's a slap across the face <laughs> for them, but also it's true. So I think that, and, and I usually, 90% 90, 90 of my patients, animals, come last resort after trying so many things. That's not an egotistical statement, it's the truth. I don't have to make up stuff or be egotistical. I have to be truthful about it. This is what it is. Now, of those 90% that come to me, having tried quite a lot of stuff, 90%, seriously, 90% are treated with success. Some may benefit more than they would in, with mainstream as such. But so many... now. That's unheard of. When you break it down and really look at it, that's unheard of. Now, those people that used to laugh, make jokes, and don't, and don't get me wrong, like anyone that does God's work, anyone that does anything alternative, or we're all going to be persecuted. Well, I'm really persecuted. It is. <laughs> that, that is just the way it is. And I think... It's not nice. I've been through hell, trust me, and like all of us have, I'm sure. And it's not nice, but do you know what? Those people can't even get appointments with me now. And I just have to say things in a certain way to people that when, when you do meet them and they look and go, oh, yeah, and then you say these things. And the, the, after you've finished your little speech or few words in explaining who you really are and what you do, in a sense, and with everything else going on, they do look at you and go, can I have an appointment? You know, that's what you get. But I think that pe people only worship and respect those that kind of that, like doctors, professors, whatever. It's like to them, they're God. That is God. It really yeah, is to them. It really is sure. God. Yeah. That's that's exactly they that they yeah. only believe in that. And it's come from something what I think is twisted and evil from the start, it to is. be honest. Absolutely. So, that's what they believe in. And do you know what? Trying to alter and change that perception, that belief, which is the highest level, isn't easy in people. It isn't. And it isn't our job to have to go around trying to. It's people's choice. You just show them the way. You show them what you do. And if they wake up like anybody would, do you know what? If, I, if somebody knocks on that door and I open that door and somebody punched me in the face, the next time I open that door, I'm going to be ducking. Now, if you're going to keep going back, opening that door, being punched in the face, keep taking your one, two, three, four. Oh, the fourth set of antibiotics kicked in. Those antidepressants worked within a week or a day. It doesn't make any sense because that's quite impossible. And actually right. no antidepressants have been, no psychiatric drugs have been proven to work. They've all got black box warnings, which means 
they they increase your risk of suicide. Now, we're not telling anyone watching this, stop taking your prescribed medication. What we're telling you to do is go to your doctor and start discussing what else can I do? And, and of course, you've, you've had Dr. Ali on here is amazing and who, who we're now working with. But this goes for your pets as well. Um, but yeah, these uh, it, it's it's in it's it's idolatry, isn't it, Krishan? It's idolatry. And uh, and they should be working. And this is why, you know, like for me with my patients, when they say it's, it, you know, I've had a patient who wrote me something that made me cry because their Crohn's was completely gone that they'd had. Couldn't even look after their children. They were lying on the sofa, addicted to cyclozine, having fits. And um, within a year, there was no evidence of their Crohn's disease. They'd lost um, over 29 pounds in weight again and were back taking their children out. And she was a music teacher. And um, she wrote me this amazing uh, Christmas message and thanked me for saving her. And I said, I didn't do it. You did it. I just, I just guided you. Mm. So it, you're actually working with them. You work with the patient, even if it's an animal, you're working with them and you're guiding them, opening it up. Whereas when you go to the, the hospital, you look at that level of idolatry. You go in. Look, look what they do with what they used to do with you. Put you in straightway, put you in the bed. Becker's health belief model. You've got to believe you're sick so that you accept all their treatment without questioning. Becker's health belief model. It's a model that they were all trained in, the doctors and the nurses. And don't think that that was written by somebody nice. That was written for the psychological twisting so that you become that recipient. So people go, we, we even have advertisements no telly here. I don't have a telly, but there are advertisements on the TV where you see the person going to see the doctor because they've got cancer and they've mm. had a scan. And this doctor is telling them it's all gone. It's all gone. And these people are hugging the doctors. They're just reinforcing that idolatry that you have got to idolize Rockefeller's pimp. That's exactly, I'm getting myself into lots of trouble here. Oh, I do hope you are watching it. You little trolls that like to watch it. And the police, they like to watch it. But that's what it is. It's it's pimping. Yep, that's what it is. And, and you know, all the agents of the state, I should say, that are watching. Mm. Um, but, you know, this is this is what it is. You, you're, you're idolizing. All that that person is, is someone that's going to irradiate you or sign the doc for you to get irradiated, poison you with mustard gas, because that's what it is, or they're going to cut you up. They're going to chop bits off. And and later you find out, as I did with three peer-reviewed evidence-based studies and went into my surgeon and said, it says here that if I do surgery, chemo, radiotherapy, tamoxifenzolidex, everything on offer, I have a 20% chance of surviving two years and zero surviving five I've just had my breast cut off and it says that surgery makes no difference. And he said to me, yes, but we hope. Well, hope's not science. That's just their yeah, opinion. That, well, no, that's a, that's their false faith. That's their false yeah. faith. That's what's but going I on. Did that. Yep. I did that. I went and had surgery three weeks after diagnosis and, and, and I regret it because it made no difference. So for all you little trolls out there, you little fat, overweight nurses, and yes, obesity shrinks your brain. You get dinosaur brain and those... Fat cells secrete more estrogen, which is a growth promoter. So, yes, it exponentially increases every, the risk of every disease. So if you get triggered by me saying you're fat, then it means that that's your energy. It's telling you that I'm right. You need to do something about it. So sort it out. I got my fattest bit in. I always like to get it in every show. <laughs> um, but the point being, you know, 
it's, it's, I, I regretted what I'd done and I went and had it done. So we need time to process that. So in some ways, in some ways, remember, it's when you can't get an appointment with your doctor, which is what's happening now, you've got to know that for every force, there'll be an equal and opposing force. And, and our Lord and creator is ultimately in charge. That might be doing you a favor because mm. that gives you time to start researching, yeah. start listening to yourself, start seeking people like Kishan, even with your pets. Um, it, it's, it's maybe doing you a favor. And, um, you know, you need to start listening and looking at your body and what's around you. And remember, every single pharmaceutical drug, and Kishan will tell you this, they isolate the active compound in something natural because they can't patent it, yep. create a synthetic version, yep. yeah. slap a patent on it, float it on the stock market in between, and as soon as it gets its approval, the price goes through the roof, and then they use it in medicine. There's your pharmaceutical drug. Yeah. So when people are saying, oh, I'm taking my anti-inflammatories, which is the most prescribed drug, and you can get it uh, over the counter as well, you're 400% more likely to have a hospital admission if you're taking an anti-inflammatory. You don't need to take an anti-inflammatory. You've got turmeric. You, you can ground yourself. There's over 21 studies showing that it reduces oxidative stress. Why are you going to go and take that that blocks COX-1, COX-2 pathways and blocks your prostaglandins? Then you've got about 70 or 80 more diseases coming your way. And remember our pets, they ground every day because they yeah. don't wear shoes. Yeah. yeah. Kate, I want to I answer one thing. I'm going to turn it back over to Kishan a second. Uh, we had Rascal ask about, you know, we had uh, Corey Hillis on who's developed some solutions to protect us from uh, EMF, uh, you know, electromagnetic frequencies and stuff. And I, I use the little thing. It looks kind of like a little Apple Watch or something. It's not an Apple Watch. It's, a, it's some kind of natural stuff rocks and resins and stuff that he puts together and all uh to repel that and they were saying I wonder if they'd make something for for the animals well i can i'm going to tell them you can take this little piece off it's just you know slid over this band you could probably get your your collar for your dog and slip get one of these slip it off and put it on so they were asking about that i want to answer that question uh by the way i'm going to drop the link here in the uh, in the chat and for people who are listening it's simply bitly b-i-t dot l-y forward slash E-M-F-S-O-L-C-O-M, okay? And uh, you can go there, and uh, Corey will hook you up. And it, I, what a great guy. He does all of this for churches and schools at no cost. The product or the installation, he'll do that for them. And very knowledgeable. We're going to have him on in the future. And speaking of Dr. Ali, we're going to have him on and Dr. Kaufman on together to talk about MK Ultra. What is the thing that they are? I get them mixed up. Psychologist, psychiatrist. I think it's psych. I don't know. Uh, so I can sit in the corner and <laughs> get the prescription pad out. They're the guys who get the money, though. What, what they're yeah, they're at that you level. Tell them, you tell them, you know, and they they generally <laughs> come out with. It's the only area of medicine where they don't scan you, they don't do blood. So they, they just go, listen to you. you. Yeah, they go and sit in the corner and they go, "Yeah, you got bipolar. Everyone's got <laughs> bipolar. You're either mental or you're or you're depressed." And actually, we have. We're all on that. We're all on that. We're all on that range. You put catnip out for your cats. It's like marijuana for cats. They go off their face, yep. and they sort of have bipolar. They're, you know, like in second heaven. But um, it's crazy. I, and but you know, whereas a psychologist, they are they, <laughs> they they they're not the same as a psychiatrist. I don't think they can 
they can prescribe drugs. But you know what? This is where I love the Amen clinics. Dr. Amen, he does a he does a tomography on the brain. And this is what Dr. Ali and I are trying to set up. But you know what? Um, that's what I'm saying. If you're walking your dogs and cats on the asphalt, I've seen people, they go out all day, don't they? They leave the dog in the house, then they come home and they take the dog on a leash. And these dogs look so miserable, heads down. And they walk them around their housing neighborhoods while they're having a crafty cigarette because their wife doesn't know they smoke. And uh, they walk the dog around. The dog looks totally miserable on this leash. And they're not grounding because they're on asphalt. They don't ground properly. You take your dogs into the wood and where it's safe and you train your dog. I let these chihuahuas off. You see a personality like you can't believe. They go wonderfully crazy. They run around. They'll come back. They're earthing constantly on the earth. That's Would you agree, Christian? That's what they yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I've known of a lot of dogs that run towards grass. They run towards woods. They run towards, you know, they don't even want to be on the road, to be honest. I mean, it's an instinct, isn't it? You can just see it. Oh, they look miserable. And they're fat. They look miserable. They've, they're on loads of medications. I see them. They've got like, oh, my dog's allergic to fleas, really? Yeah. I love when I get flea bites. It means my immunity's working. Um, and, and I've got them at the moment, lots of them. And um, But these, these they, you know, they, they take them. They've got all these sores. Get your dog, colloidal silver, get your dog out. Ticks. I just twist them off. It's great fun. And, <laughs> and if you can't get it, if you can't get the tick, you put a little bit of oregano oil. I don't know why. One drop of oregano oil. Because it's probably burning them. <laughs> yeah, drop it in next to the tick. You know, as I'm getting older, my eyesight's not as good. Drop it next to the tick and those ticks drop off. Wow. Hey, let me give you a little, let me give you a little lovely one here. For anyone that's got um, what they called cataracts. And now animals are getting cataracts. Mm. If you see them with cataracts. And this is a very lucrative surgery because you've got to have the anesthetic. Then you go and have the surgery. Then there's all your checkups. You get a gauze swab and you use castor oil. Don't use cotton wool because the fibers. Use cast, uh, castor oil and gauze, gauze swab. Completely wet the eyelids and let it soak in and all around the eyelashes castor oil is completely safe it's natural twice a day you'll start to dissolve the cataract it's from the lord and creator somebody said oh castor oil is dangerous oh give me a break i used to drink it and i used to enema it as well because it's speeded you can't do that incidentally if you've had chemo do not use castor oil enemas it could kill you because all the toxins come out your liver but you know what? Isn't that amazing? So, yeah, you know, your dog's earth. They'll go and horses, Kishan, isn't this true? Hoxley's herbs. He Hoxley was a vet. Your horse has got cancer. You let it out in the meadow. It's going to go and find the herbs that it needs. Yes, yes, yes. That's why animals eat grass, because they need to clean the stomach out. It's a they, natural they do it on a regular basis. It's a natural thing. Everyone yeah. panics and says, oh, there's something wrong. I'll go to the vet. And then first thing they do is before they do anything else, you inject it with something, antibiotic or something. Oh, we steroid. just thought we'd give a that. Steroid. We yeah. thought we'd give that. You know, we yeah. thought we'd give Steroids inhibit your body's ability to heal. Fat Dave goes out, eats loads of grass, comes in and leaves me a massive hurl, normally on my work. And it's a great big <laughs> fur ball. <laughs> With grass, and that's how they do it. He is just and, a messy, uh, nasty cat. If he, it ain't coming out that he, end, it's coming out the other. 
wants oh, it attention, is. Katie. He wants attention. He gets attention. That cat is an attention whore. He's on he every single whore. interview and radio that I do. He does it constantly. And uh, But they do. You know, this is why. And his sister Lulu's under the table. And I've also got a main coon um, who's called oh. Floyd. I love him. Yeah, uh, you know, so when I go to the toilet, Floyd comes. Paul comes around the door and he joins me. That's his time. Coffee <laughs> enemas, Floyd joins me. See, but, but and, yeah, and know, David, I'll tell you, on, on, on Fridays, David always goes, okay, we'll see you in the morning for poop talk. So you, I guess that ends up coming in here somehow, even worse. Well, talking about you know the what? <laughs> I, and Kishan will tell you, stop feeding your cats what you think they'll like. Potatoes yeah. and I'm talking about rubbish stuff. Cats have very small intestines and they have, and dogs. And that's why you, you feed it one end, they'll do several poos a day. They're meant to. We're supposed to do at least one or two if you're not doing it. But this is why, you know, they, they, they seek the foods that they're meant to have. And Pottinger's cats, Pottinger worked with, with Weston Price. And I've done this on the show as well. When you feed a cat and a dog, loads and loads of processed foods they start to get cleft palates in perforate anus half the half the, the litters will die whereas if and, and pasteurized milk just the same as humans mm. they like to have raw milk that they'll go and eat as it drips out and you'll always get a cat around a dairy farm and they want to eat raw that's why lulu fat lulu she is fat that's dave's sister she's under the table i know when it's spring because Lulu self caters and she, she bites the head off in one go and <laughs> gobbles it up, chews it, and that kills them. And then I find the legs, I think it's twigs because I'm getting long sighted and it'll be a leg. It's revolting. I even found a, a dried head up my Christmas tree where she'd gone up the Christmas tree and parked it. And, and as I was taking the Christmas tree down, I thought I'd missed a bauble and it was, it rolled and I saw the fangs. It was a dried head. <laughs> but, they're meant to eat what is natural to them. Yeah. Mm. And we are killing our pets just like we're killing ourselves. I, yeah. And yep. the clue is in the title, Food and Drug Administration. <laughs> the clue is in the title. Yeah. These gangsters are all, they're all in it together. And the, and the, the, the eating of insects. Beelzebub is the, is the lord of the flies, the, the flies, lord of yep. insects. It's just another name for Satan. They're now talking about putting insects in. Now, my chihuahua if she, and my cats, if they see a fly, oh, it's like a delicacy. They'll mm. go, and they'll get it. They'll eat it. But they won't eat a Jenny Longlegs. Mm. You know, a Daddy Longlegs. What do you call those in, in America? Yeah, the Daddy Longlegs spiders, yep. They won't eat those. So they know. They know. And yet they're going to start drying all different insects. We've got farms, right, Kishan? In, in, mm. They're building these farms, and they're going to be putting this into pet food. Yeah. 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 So, you know, Kishan's going to be seeing a lot more customers because uh, <laughs> they're going to be feeding them more garbage. Okay, let's, let's, let's do this. Let's go ahead and get ready, and let's wrap things up. And what I want to do is give you guys, like I normally do, a final word of exhortation to the, uh, the audience here, um, something maybe you want to really emphasize uh from from what we've discussed and kishan thank you so much for coming on today and giving us of your time uh we'll let the ladies start first kate if you'll start and then kishan if you want to finish up with a final word we'll let you do that as well well everyone knows what i do naturalnurse at mail.com if you've got health issues i do all the diet 
in the grounding and uh, you've all got pets so I'm not going to say any more about that you can find me on telegram British Nursing Alliance and uh, um, but uh, really this show is is really I would like everyone because when I was in my darkest hour with my dog Kishan came back to me so fast and I was about to see him the next day. I couldn't get my dog there and I was going to see him on Zoom. So I don't want anyone to waste any money. Obviously, if your cats and dogs been ran over, you're not going to stand over your dog as its legs hanging off and bleeding and go, I've got a tincture for that. <laughs> We're not stupid. But, uh, you know, make this your first port of call. And uh, if you're feeding your pets right um, and you're getting sick, there's something you're missing. So please do take it to Kishan. And if you can't find him, which you should be able to, because it's got the easiest website, which he's going to tell you in a minute. Yes. Come to me and I'll give it to you. Um, and I'm going to keep posting it online. Wonderful, wonderful man. And I'm blessed that I met him. Oh, Kishan. Thank you. That was beautiful. <laughs> um, my, my, my message is simple. There's always another way. There really is always another way. And I think that, if you believe and have believed in so much over a number of years, look at the evidence, look at your body, look at the animals, look at the life expectancy, look at the pathology, look at the disease, look at what the hell is going on around you and just wake up, wake up to the fact that yes, and accept the fact that at least do your research. Mm. There is another way, you know, it's not always the only way. I, w I wouldn't say that because that's, that's not right thing to say. There's a time and a place, but there is always another way. So open your hearts to that. You know, open your hearts to that because there's truth behind that. I'm telling you now, <laughs> that's, the, that's the light, that's the truth. So open your hearts to that. There is always another way. There is another way. And yes, I'm, I mean, my name is Kishin Takashi. My website, kishintakashi.co.uk. And you can just search homeopathy, the psychic surgeon, um, animal communicator in Newport, South Wales, if you ever want to just read and have a look at the website. It's designed in a beautiful way. It was actually designed because when I was, well, you don't know this, Kate, when, I, when you phoned me, I was being filmed for that programme. Yes, you were. That's and rough. then I got back to you because I, I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I really want to talk to this lady because she wouldn't message me unless it was something really important. And I've got a soft spot for animals. I just have, I can't help it. And children, I just can't help it. But, and then obviously we communicated and stuff like that. But the person, the filmmate, the, um, the one, the cameraman messaged me and said, I've got some friends whose animal is dying. Please, can you do something and help? And I said, fine, I'll take, I'll ring them up. And I spoke to them. When I spoke to them, I gave the animal another three months, God willing, and the animal had didn't, it was like it didn't have any longer there. So three months and helped it pass then. Now, the comical thing is I didn't realize what they did and they do special effects. So they redesigned my website as a thank you. This is why it's so beautiful. And then they made a film that you've seen the program. So it's, you know, this is what happens when you give love and you give out and you, oh, the connection. Everything we, oh, you need comes for you on Guild. It does. The My problem is we, been built. Yeah. The, the problem is after the, the two years that, over the past few years, what people have come to, I've treated loads of therapists and healers and doctors and surgeons, everything else, and vets and animals, and and people have said the same thing over and over again. You know, I've said stop trying to try to fit in in other people's jigsaws. Create your own. Find your own tribe. 
I'm, I'm glad I found this tribe because I want to be part of this tribe. <laughs> and, you know, just, just find your own tribe, find your own truth, because the truth will always prevail. It, do, it does. Light will always overcome evil and darkness. It just will. And that's what's happening. Amen. Just trust it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I couldn't agree more. In fact, I was gonna, I was just gonna kind of close with a couple of things here. If you guys will stay on, I'll say goodbye to you off air. Just let me, let me pass along a couple of these things. I was just thinking of some, some passages of scripture. And when we talk about healing and stuff, and a lot of, you know, our health and wellness show is health. What is the word? It's heal with TH on the end of it, right? So health. Um, we go to places like Exodus 15, 26, and we say, we hear, I am the Lord that healeth thee. That same Lord in Psalm 147.3 says, He healeth the broken heart and bindeth up their wounds. Psalm 103.3, He forgiveth all thine iniquities and healeth all thy diseases. Uh, we go on, oh my goodness, there's there's tons of places where God calls himself. The, and this is in the Old Testament. Uh, I was watching a, a thing. We're going to have D back on uh, with the cannabis stuff. Uh, I was watching a video uh, dealing with some of the things that we've talked about before, about how cannabis was used in the Old Testament. And uh, part of the issue that was going on there was in the anointing oil, apparently they used about nine pounds of cannabis in there. And that's used also in the New Testament when you read in James, is there any sick among you? Let them call for the elders of the church, you know, pray for them, anoint them with oil and they'll be healed. And, and if they confess their sins, their sins will be forgiven. So all of this takes place. And sometimes God does something supernatural. He does it, you know, just blam, you know, it's done. And you're healed and there's none of this other stuff. But a lot of times there are things that are done. And again, I think Kishan is exactly right. It isn't in certain cases, maybe we've forgotten. It's just we've never been taught. It's people before us that forgot and they didn't pass it on. And again, we go back to Deuteronomy 6, talks about learning the commands. Let's learn about the experiences that we have that God has taught us about his creation instead of going to the guy that says, oh, I can give you the microwave uh, health remedy, you know, the little pill. You take the pill. You don't have to change anything. You don't have to correct your thoughts. You don't have to correct what you're eating and all of this other. And so God has laid that out before us. And again, I, I go back to what he established with the covenant when he laid out all that about the foods and how they were to conduct themselves. And all he says, today I set before you life and death. Choose life. Our God is not a God of death. He is a God of life. And we, we need to keep that in mind. He says the power of life and death is in our tongue. Kate's exactly right. Boy, I, uh, over, I guess, maybe the past year especially, uh, since we've been talking in that, in that realm, I've been trying to think about, oh, and if I say it, if it comes out of my mouth, I want to take it back right immediately. And that's part of a repentance for me. It's part of a changing of mind for me because I've been taught to talk like that. So I hope you guys have been corrected in some ways as I have been enlightened with some things of where we need to go. We need to go back to the Creator we need to see what he has said, and then we need to obey him. With that said, Bradley will be with you for two hours today, I think, at three. I never know when he's going to put something in or be live. He'll be there at three, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Uh, have a great weekend, a great Lord's Day. Remember, get with the people of God. I know you guys don't have, uh, many of you don't have a church where somebody teaches the Bible. Get together and just read it. Read it out loud. It is powerful. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, as it says. And be encouraged. Encourage one another. Build one another up in the faith. Spur one another on to love and good works. And then we'll see you bright and early morning on Monday, 6 a.m. Lord willing, talk to you then. See ya.